The NFL sucks. The Packers suck. Your team sucks. The show's probably going to suck. This music sucks. Let's just start the show already. Welcome to the 4th and Short Podcast. You're thinking it, and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason, Matt, and Trent. One edition of the fourth and short podcast. It is NFL I, sucks. <laughs> your host, the self-proclaimed and victory Monday Steeler fan, Jason Felt. That's right. It's a victory Monday for me. Unlike the rest of us in this crew, we have the cheese head of the South, Matt Peterson with us. I'm representing Hi. the Crimson Cowboy here. <laughs> Matt, how Crimson you doing, Cowboy, buddy? I'm doing terribly, in case you couldn't tell from the cold <laughs> open. I, yeah. Anyway, I'll save it. Tell us how you're feeling. Are you, you going to talk about the game later? Uh, just yeah, we're going to talk about this game later. We're going to talk about this game hey, later. Okay, but me, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, look, 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 stop, 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 stop. <laughs> couldn't Don't, even wait. I, this is overreaction Monday. Everybody's going to overreact. Everybody's going to sit there and say, oh, my goodness, this team, that team, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. This is exactly where I was one year ago to the day. Go back to the very first episode of the last year's season on the Monday. We're recording, and I'm sitting there. We just got blown out by the Saints. And everybody's like, oh, my goodness, you guys are going to be terrible. Rodgers just threw two or three picks, however many it was. Oh, my goodness, 38-3. to Blah, blah, blah. What happened? The Packers finished as the number one seed in the NFC. Okay, so take this all this crap, and I know you picked the Vikings to win, the Packers to miss the playoffs, and you're probably all glib and gloaty right now. Okay, <laughs> that doesn't matter. This does not matter. Two, two words that best describe me: glib and gloaty. Yes, you are glib <laughs> and gloaty. All right. Well, th- if those are two words that so describe me right now, two words that describe you right now. Because you were despondent just a minute ago, and now all of a sudden you've got a fire within you. Despondent and frustrated. (laughs) Because not frustrated at Green Bay, although, yes, frustrated at Green Bay. I'm frustrated about all you idiots out there who also are going to try and tell me that the Packers are not making the playoffs. You know what they call that? You know what they call that? A realist? Denial. Denial. Yeah, see. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what that it's is not right denial. there. Oh, and so we've okay. been denial last year when I said the same thing and I said R E L A X. Was is that denial? Well, it didn't get you very far in the playoffs, but I digress. So welcome in. It is the week one edition of the fourth and short podcast. And Packers game aside, what a week of football. I think we can at least both agree that. That was one of the wildest week ones that I can remember. In Nothing happened the way it was supposed to happen. Not a no, single not at all. game, I don't think, went the way it was expected to go. It was crazy. That, that was absolutely nuts. I don't know how – I told you this yesterday. I don't know how many games – I laid down to take a quick nap yesterday afternoon. I don't know how many games were blowouts when I laid down on the couch that were either close tied or really close or the other team was winning when I woke up 45 minutes later. It was unbelievable. 
So yeah. we're going to talk about some of those games, a little bit of different format from previous seasons, but I think that uh, all of us are going to enjoy it. Matt, would you at least tell the good folks where they can find us on the socials? On the socials, uh, you can find us at Fourth and Short Podcast on Instagrams. And on Twitter, you can find us at underscore fourth and short pod, I think. I said it enough. I should probably know this. Yeah. <laughs> this I probably should know this. We want to promote this to you. You can find it. Search fourth and short. Look for the logo. You'll be able to find it. It's yeah. right there on the screen. Also on the YouTubes, um, yes. we 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 have the episodes there. And so you'll be able to catch that. And make sure we're putting up more video content, especially uh, on Instagram, share that, give us a like, uh, share that on your story, on your page. Uh, we'll be putting up some polls this week so that you can participate. And unless you're one particular person who I'm about to roast at the end of this, because that person is legitimately dumb. So stick around to the end. If you want to hear me roast one of the dumb people who calls into this show, I'm sure you know who it is already. But just in case you don't, stay tuned to the end. Oh, it's going to be great. Well, shall we get into these things with a brand new first in 10 segment for week one? First and 10. On this show, Matt, I would say one of the greatest things that we do is we give out awards. We are an award-driven show. And not just not just participation awards, you get an award for something that you did. You have earned your award, both good and bad. And so brand new to the show, starting out this year, every week, we're going to be giving out two different awards, each of us. We're going to be giving out the Shorty Award for the player that we thought had the best week in the NFL. And we're going to give out the Shefty Award because let's all be honest, we all know how we feel about Adam Schefter. Oh, yeah, we don't like I him. I hate that guy. And so every week we're going to give out a Shefty to the player that we thought had the worst week in the NFL. And so, Matt, would you like to go first? Or would you like me to go first? Uh, you can take it first. All right. I am going to start with my week one shorty. And it is going to and, – and you say this is, this is a no-brainer, right? This is a duh. This, this, this should, he, he could potentially get it every single week. I know. But after an offseason and a lot of questions, there was certainly nothing that was a given. And so my shorty for week one is going to none other than Patrick Mahomes, quarterback for the Kansas City Chief. Good job, Pat. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes was expected to have a – uh, the Chiefs were a question mark. Let's just put it that way. I mean, there were multiple people, including myself, who thought that the Chiefs could have ended up being third in the in the very competitive AFC West. And and who knows? Maybe they still will. Obviously, this is just Week One. We're not gonna we're not gonna overreact, even though we are, to many things that <laughs> happened today. Oh, we're gonna overreact. Okay, you're right. But I don't think it is an overreaction to say that the Kansas City Chiefs, despite the fact that they have lost Tyreek Hill, they're not going to miss a beat this this offseason. And it starts with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes threw four. I'm pulling up the stats right now. Um, Well, maybe I am. 
Patrick Mahomes threw for 360 yards and five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. I know he's still got Travis Kelsey, but I mean, he threw for five touchdowns. And uh, of the other wide receivers that that the team added, the only other one that caught was Miko Hardman, who so wasn't you know a newcomer. You know how you sit there whenever whenever somebody leaves, a high profile guy leaves. It's always who's going to win the breakup, right? So you had yeah. you had Tyree Kill leave. Uh, Patty Mahomes, and then you had Devontae Adams leave Aaron Rodgers. And you look at the Adams and the Rodgers thing, and you go, oh, Adams won that breakup. Even though they both lost, okay, they kept flashing that stupid graphic on the bottom that says, Packers wide receivers have earned this many yards. Devontae Adams has this many yards. And Devontae Adams was <laughs> blowing out the entire Packers wide receiving core. Okay, yeah, you guys both lost, okay? Both teams lost, so whoopty frick. Okay, that, but you look at the, the situation with Patrick Mahomes and, and uh, Tyreek Hill, and Patrick Mahomes won that broke won that breakup by a mile. Oh, absolutely. And 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 it wasn't like the wide receivers that they brought in were even close to being the level uh, that Tyreek Hill was with Juju and, and MBS, but it doesn't matter because it's Patrick Mahomes. And so Patrick Mahomes said to all the doubters, watch me be the greatest quarterback in this division. I know Russell's here. I know Derek Carr's here. I know Justin Herbert is an up-and-comer, and he's a darling to everybody that loves him in fantasy and as a potential dark horse MVP candidate. Patrick Mahomes says, pish posh, I am still the cream of the crop in this division. And so, yes. And so he gets my Shorty Award for week number one. Who is your Shorty Award winner for week one? My Shorty Award is going to go out to a very contentious pick if you guys listen to our surprised. show for any length uh, it's not even what you think it is i change I, I, oh. I it's not even that not even that okay. my shorty Go award ahead. goes out to something that's going to be a contentious pick because if you have listened to our show for any length of time you know the debates and the arguments that myself and our dear crimson cowboy trent hampill have gotten into about Dak prescott and carson wentz and I sat on the Wentz bandwagon for a solid year and a half, two years, until I realized how much he sucks, okay? However, Carson Wentz in a brand new team, in a brand new stadium, against an opponent he doesn't play very much, went out there and put up numbers like he did when he played for the Eagles and he's playing like an MVP. So, Carson Wentz, congratulations. My Shorty Award for this week goes out to you and that, quite frankly, fantastic game that you played. Let's keep that up. Wow. He's currently playing. Dak Prescott's currently not. Maybe this debate needs to come back. I don't know. We'll see Very where good. we're at at the end of the season. Okay. All right, Carson. Well done. Yeah, it's a, it was a pretty uh... – Another one of the things that impressed us and surprised us from week number one was the uh, the the way that the Washington Manders played. Uh, I honestly thought Jags were going to take that game, and they did make it a game. I did but too. Well done, well done. All right, well, I'll let you go second, and then give us your Shefty. So go ahead and give us your Shefty. Worst. All right, my for Shefty you. for the biggest doo doo on the field is going to go to Packers wide receiver Christian Watson. The dude, very first play from scrimmage of the Packers-Vikings game. The dude Was that first? 
very first play. Oh. Shakes his guy and is wide open. Oh, he was gone. And, oh, he was gone. And Rodgers lays the ball perfectly right there for yep. him. Hits him yep. right in the old hands. Yep. And just completely butterfingers it. There was no doubt touchdown. It was a touchdown. And after yep. that, he got benched. And after that, he didn't really do much. He had an end around, and I think maybe one or two short pass catches. But he was in Rodgers' doghouse for the rest of the day. So congratulations, Christian Watson. You and the Shefty. Now, yeah. I still hope he does great, and I'm still pulling for him. But he got the Shefty this week. Christian Watson, if he'd have been smart, would not have gone back to the bench. He would have just kept on running that streak down the yep, sideline. Yeah, have. Right out right of the, the stadium. Right into the locker room, baby. Right to Green Bay. Just kept right on going. Never stopped because there was absolutely no way he was going to get anything going the rest of the game after that. Nope. Yeah, that, that was well-deserved. All right, uh, my Shefty is going to go to actually a combined group of people. Uh, and and I think that this is one of the big reasons why we'll talk about this later in the show, why Dallas is in big trouble. Sorry, Trent. Uh, and that is the Dallas wide receivers. The entire wide receiver core wins the Shefty Award for this year or for this week. Their leading wide receiver was Noah Brown. Have you ever heard of Noah Brown before this week? Never. Yeah. once. Noah Brown, he was five for 68 on six, on nine targets, excuse me. Uh, C.D. Lamb, okay? C.D. Lamb, this is the guy that they put all of the eggs into the, the basket. After they parents, yes. Got rid of Amari Cooper for Amari Cooper. pennies on the dollar. Amari, or C.D. Lamb, 11 targets, two for 29. Two for 29. Not a good look, guy. Yeah, but the, those, were the, too- those were the top two wide receivers. This is this is the the Todd Bowles Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. So I understand that. I understand that. But it's gonna be tough to score them. Okay. At what point did did uh, Dak Prescott go out of that game? Not till late in the game. It was nearly. Was it fourth quarter? It was fourth quarter. It was. It was uh, probably halfway through the fourth quarter at least. So that had nothing to do with it. And I feel bad for Dak. And I know they got offensive line problems. Um, but the, the Dallas wide receivers, they got to do more. And, and I don't know if it was bad play calling or what it was, but at least the product on the field and especially, and maybe I should just give this to CD lamb. I mean, come on, bro. Uh, and I, and not going back, I didn't watch the whole game. So maybe, maybe, maybe this is undeserved, but, but at least from the little bit that I saw and Obviously, the stat line, then CeeDee Lamb and the Dallas wide receivers, they're winning my Shefty for this week. So stay tuned. Next week, we'll be giving out a shorty and a Shefty, each of us. Okay, Michael Gallup is back, right? Isn't Michael Gallup back? He was hurt to start Uh, the season. Did he play in this game? He did not. Uh, He is not back yet. I don't think they've said – I don't think they've put him on IR so they can bring him back at any point. Uh, But what is interesting is that they're – uh, what third round wide receiver or second round wide receiver out of South Alabama, Jalen Tolbert, not even active yeah. for this game. I was about to ask what happened to our guy, Jalen, but yeah, uh, I, I heard something where he just wasn't, uh, he wasn't ready to play yet. Uh, like he, he wasn't 
comfortable. They weren't comfortable putting him out in the offense. So I don't know what's going on there. I mean, if you, if you drafted maybe a guy playbook, that high playbook, playbook problems, maybe, maybe, and, and maybe they didn't want to put him out there against, like you said, against a defense like Tampa Bay's. I don't know, mm-hmm. but, um, well, apparently couldn't have done any worse. So that's what I'm thinking. I think that, you know, if they're looking for some help, I mean, a guy you drafted that high, you would think he would be help for you. So anyway, but we'll see what happens there and stay tuned next week. We'll give out Shorty and Shefty. All right, let's talk about some games. Second and long. So instead of going through every single game as we have done in years past, um, because again, by the time you're listening to us, you already know what happened in each game. You don't need us to recap. You've watched Sports Center. You've watched the NFL Network. You just want to hear some reactions about things that happened in games. And so we're going to each talk about the games that our teams played in and also pick a couple of the games to talk about. So I'm going to start by talking about the, I still don't have words to describe what happened in Cincinnati yesterday between no, the Pittsburgh the, dude, uh, Steelers. This is the, and the same Bengals. level of anxiety and roller coaster of emotions that happened with when Green Bay played Cincinnati last year with the missed yes. field goals. And you're like, oh my goodness, there's no way he misses. And then he misses and you're going crazy, except you had a better outcome because we ended up losing the game. And you guys, that's win. true. Yeah. And you guys won. Yeah. We did win. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I, I, I was watching this game at the beginning because I couldn't believe, first of all, that we had a lead. Of course, it came on a defensive score, but you know that that is it is what it is. Uh, but the Steelers forced five turnovers in this game, five turnovers of Joe, Joe Burrow. He did not look comfortable at any time. They sacked him. Okay, I take that back. Six or seven Green Bay times. did win that game. Green Bay did win that game. I thought you guys Cincinnati. did. Yeah, I, I second yeah. guess myself. I'm like, wait a minute. No, I think we won actually. Yeah. So seven seven sacks, six or seven sacks, five turnovers. Joe Burrow doesn't look comfortable until he did late in that game. Um, and, and obviously, you know, the roller coaster of emotions that you just mentioned, Cincinnati scores a touchdown literally with two seconds. I mean, I thought the game was over at that point, but they put two seconds back on the clock. And then with a backup long snapper, the process of the kick took a little too long and make Fitzpatrick gets half a finger in to, to, to block the kick, send it to overtime in overtime. Uh, McFer- uh, yeah, McPherson for the Bengals misses what, like a 36 or 37 yeah, yarder? About that, just shanked it right from the beginning. Then the Steelers drive down. Boswell hits, uh, or uh, yeah, hits the upright on a 56 yarder. Did you hear the doink on that? I did not. That was the loud, I mean, it was like a bell sounding, it was so loud. Misses that. Bengals can't get it down the field. There's a sack on third down to take them out of field goal range. Steelers go back down the field uh, in part due to at least in week one, the greatest catch of the week by Deontay Johnson. One handed behind him in the face of a defender on the sideline gets two feet down. And then Boswell comes out and hits a 52 yarder, I think to win the game. But just unbelievable, just like you said, roller coaster of emotions. I mean, we're yep. the three of us are texting back and forth, and uh, you know, I fully expected to lose that game going into it. Uh, and then when the the Bengals, obviously, we had a chance. You know, we were up 
I think 20 to 14 late in that game. I thought, well, maybe the defense will they'll hold it. Then JJ Watt goes out. And I think there's no way. Um, okay, what? How long is he out for? Torn pec. Okay, right? so that that's been another part of the roller coaster. So first they said torn pec. He'll probably miss the whole season. Then it came out. Well, it's only partial, so it may only be a month. And then they came out today. Let last thing, and this is of course by Schefter. Oh, uh, bad hey, news. That guy. Bad guy. He said that JJ or TJ is going to get uh, two or three more opinions tomorrow, and that'll make his decision. So we're still not out of the woods on this. Has the, uh, the JJ has has the the Watt curse finally uh, started to catch up with old TJ? It might be. I mean, the man was all over the field. He had a he had an interception at the line of scrimmage where he literally jumped up one hand, brought it down, intercepted it. That second J in TJ and JJ, that second J stands for injury. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I say all that to say this. Uh, I'm thankful we got the win. I was praying for a tie again this year, uh, but we got the win. However, this is same song, different verse with the Steelers. And I'm wearing a hat. It's Victory Monday. I'm thankful. Same song, different verse. Lots of D absolutely no stinking O. I mean, watching Mitch Trubisky was like watching a younger, slightly more athletic and mobile version of Big Ben last year. That's it. It was everything was close to the line of scrimmage and maybe he's still getting comfortable. I don't know. We'll see some things. But it was it was ugly. The offensive line is still not coming together. Najee didn't have anywhere to run. He is banged up. They say he's going to play this next week against the Patriots. So we'll see what happens there. But I'm not encouraged. I don't, this does not, uh, not that I was expecting greatness out of the Steelers this year, but it certainly doesn't help. Um, for the Bengals, uh, that offensive line is still a problem. Yeah. I mean, you're going up against TJ Watt. So that was going to be a problem. In I understand that. I understand that. But, it and, is and the yes, Steelers. It is. They've not the done anything to fix it. They're rush, still gonna right? have. It's gonna be the same problem, and they're gonna get into playoffs, and it's gonna be exposed again. That's yes. That's same same song, different verse. Well, that's when they that's when they finished third in the division. Remember, they're not finishing uh, anyway. third. In the, if you can do that, if you can give the ball away five times, it's five times, right? It's true. If it's you can true. give away the ball but five are, times, and here's then the thing. just about win that, you and should have won that game. That's incredible. No, I understand that, but you were playing against one of the worst offenses in the NFL. Yeah, probably your game. And that's coming from a Steelers well, fan, right? So. But the, when you get the ball and you don't have to drive down the field because you're right there already because of a turnover, well, hot diggity dog. Even the worst offense can put up at least three points. I know, I know. That's all we were putting up though. So, all right, what uh, you want to you want to react to? Uh, I mean, you want to talk about? Uh, this game? Let's uh, let's throw a curveball. Let's go ahead and start with the. Okay. The Panthers-Browns, okay? Okay. This is one that you can quote me as saying they are going to beat the pants off of the Browns. Yeah, that did not happen, okay? Yeah. It turns out there is no difference between Baker Mayfield and Jacoby Brissett. There's no talent difference there. You you got rid of Baker. You're and starting clearly Jacoby there's no Brissett. Diff- clearly there's no difference between Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold either. No. <laughs> so the for all of that, the Browns are going to be about the same as they were last year. They're not going to be any Told better. Ya. They're not going to be any worse. They're just Told going to ya. be. They're going to be last. Last. They are the Browns. They, no, they're going to beat out the man. Steelers. 
I need the Denny Green They're drop. Gonna, they are who they thought they were. They are, they are they who are, we thought they were. They are who we thought we were. No. No, they're they're gonna be out the Steelers. They will be on the Steelers. They're gonna they're gonna the two teams are gonna be fighting hard for last. Let's just put it that but way. But the Steelers will be last. And you just said as much as yourself so yourself just a couple minutes ago. I think the Steelers have Admit a better defense than the Browns. Admit to no. me right now. No. Admit no. to me. I, I will stick to that. I think you won't put anything team, on it though. If you're that you are that confident, but you won't put anything on it. No. Not, not, Wait, what not, do we have the candy corn on? What do, we, my body. I, what do we have the candy corn on? Oh, it is this, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay, never mind. We got something on this. Okay. Yeah, it's this. Uh, all right. The Panthers, they had some good moments on defense, and then they had some very bad moments on defense. It came down to Baker needing to drive down and get them in the field goal range, which he did. Okay. They got there, kicked the field goal. Everything looks great. Panthers defense was playing well in the second half. They said, all right, it's time for you guys to get a good stop. And they couldn't do it. They let yep. Jacoby Brissett drive down the field, put him in range for a field goal, kick the field goal and win it, which I will give, I will tip my hat to that uh, rookie kicker. What's this dude's name? I was going to say, I don't know, but it was what? 58 yards. Yeah. Or uh, 56. I'm- I think it was 56 yards. Hold it was on, hold something on. long. It was, uh, it was Cade, like a... Obs- Cade York. Cade York. That's the name guy's name. Old Cade York goes out there and just drills that field goal to win the game for him. It, and It was obs- uh, 58. It was 58. It was 58. Well, I thought it was 56. 58. Wow. So, give okay. credit. At least the Panthers stopped him. And he just made a better kick. He did make an incredible kick. Yeah, I mean, I I that. 58 yards. That's yeah, that's like Justin Tucker range. Yeah, it is Justin Tucker range. Well, Justin he's got more. Tucker, he's got about Evan 10 more yards range. Yeah. Yeah. Unless Evan McPherson <laughs> shanks it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. I, all that just to, that, that's kind of like, I wanted to talk about that game a little bit. Just. Yeah. I think it's worth talking about because, I mean, Panthers were neither kind one of, of those darling teams, pick. None, neither one of those teams are actually going to be good this year. Neither no. one. There was some questions around it. It was a good billing for the game because you have the revenge of. Let's say here's another breakup. Another breakup we had. We have uh, oh, Baker Mayfield yeah. uh, playing them, and it turns out nobody won that broke breakup. They both lost that breakup. <laughs> That's very true. Deshaun Watson will come back, and if they are anywhere close to being in contention, he'll just be, be electric for them. But. No, I take that back. It's going to take him a week or two to get back into NFL speed. So then he comes back yeah. to week 11. So week 11 is going to be a loss or bad. And then week 12 will be a loss or bad. And then you'll have five games. I don't left. think it takes, I don't, I don't think it takes him that long if he comes back. But I'm going to say it takes a week little or two. too late. Week or two. I think it'll take a week, but um, yeah, at least we can take from this game that Christian McCaffrey did not get injured. So that's the most important thing. Browns are not winning their division. Um, Panthers not winning their division. Neither one of them are making the playoffs either. So there's not, I probably won't talk about either of these two teams for the rest of the year. Yeah. And it's, it's, that's okay. Uh, I just wanted to bring up, I talked about the chiefs already in that chief Cardinals game. So I'm not going to talk about the chiefs too much more. Although again, just adding to the fact, especially as good as the, the Raiders chargers game was the, the Broncos just started against the Seahawks here on Monday night, but 
that just adds to the fact that that entire AFC West is going to be a dogfight all year long. So Must I watch do want to just mention, oh, absolutely. I do want to mention this about the Cardinals because the Cardinals are bad. I, I don't know what's going to happen with the Se- Seahawks. I, we both gave them the butt fumble award before the year started. I don't see them being very good. They don't have the playmakers like the Cardinals do, but the Cardinals look bad yesterday. Their defense looked bad. Their offense looked like it was confused most of the time. Carla Murray didn't know where he was throwing the ball. Um, obviously, they're missing a bunch of guys with D-Hop out and, and Rondale Moore being banged up. Uh, but Cardinals, Cardinals look, they were, they were so, obviously, we know that they were a, fl- a fluke last year. But, I mean, they, they, were, they were winning either way. We're winning last year, and my how the mighty have fallen. Um, I think this just adds to, and I know they gave him a contract, but this just adds to the contention between Kyler Murray and, and Kingsbury and the rest of the offs. Well, the uh, fact that they're terrible? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to stick around if they're terrible anyway. Exactly. I mean, you know that exactly. you know that Murray's going. He's not staying there. They They tried to solve that problem and say, oh, no, 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 it's it's – we don't read too much into this. We're not putting this requirement to watch film into his contract. You know, he's not. And he took all his references to the Cardinals off of his social media for a little bit. All that kind of craziness. He's not staying. No, he doesn't want to be there. No. Yeah, it's I mean, he got Hollywood to come, but I, that's not going to be enough. And And I mean... They weren't in sync, and and maybe some of it has to do with the Chiefs' defense. But all right, what else you got? Okay, let's talk about the Eagles Lions, and because I'm gonna talk about Eagles Lions because it's gonna it's gonna segue straight into your the thing that you would like to talk about. Oh, you don't even have it down. Okay, never mind. I'm gonna talk about Eagles Lions. Uh, Eagles Lions. Eagles go out there and they start manhandling the lions just blowing them out okay that's the way the game started carson or not carson once uh jalen hurts is doing what he needs to do well jalen hurts is either running the ball or he's throwing it to aj brown who is just tearing the lions to shreds the entire game he did 155 yes. yards yes. i think in total offense incredible so he goes Talk out about, there. Can, can I just mention this? Talk about some wide receivers that had huge games or, or at least were huge parts of their new teams, like yeah. A.J. Brown, like yeah. Julio Jones. I mean, well done, guys. Yeah. Well done. Legitimate. But those are, those are veteran wide receivers, so it makes sense. I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. No, and basically, my, my point is going to be that well, the Lions came back and they were labelle their way back. So that's right. That's the mo of the Lions. They're gonna they're gonna fight their way back into a game. Or actually, last year it was they got out to a lead and then blew it at the end. Now they're going right. the other way around, where they give it up at the beginning and they're gonna try and come back and then blow it at the end. Uh, but the Eagles look good. The Eagles looked real good, except for that little bit of a meltdown at the very end. As you guys know, Dak Prescott got hurt in the Cowboys game. He mm-hmm. is out for what? Six weeks? Six to eight weeks? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. 
Cooper Rush is going to come in. And Cooper Rush, who actually kind of looks like Trent, if we're going to be honest. Uh, but Cooper Rush is going to come in. He's going to play. That's why we haven't heard from Trent in a Best while. Best case scenario. Yeah, he got called up to, he got called in to, to play for the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. To be Okay. Best case scenario, what are you going to get out of your backup quarterback? For let's say they got to play, they, let's say he has to play eight games. Best case scenario, how many of those does he win? Don't look at the opponents. Just tell me with a backup quarterback, if you're like, yeah, I've got to bring in a backup. Best case scenario, how many games do you need that guy to win? You got to go at least 500. 500. I would agree. At least 500. Can Cooper Rush go 500 over the next eight games? Absolutely not. I don't think so either. Not so with how that many, offensive line and wide receiver is, core. Right, right. So what do you think their record is going to be? So they're already 0-1 over the next eight games. Let's just let's play worst case scenario. Over the X eight games, how many do you think Cooper Rush can win for them? Two? Yeah, I agree. Two. So at the end of eight games, they're two and nine. Oh. <laughs> you, you see where we're going here? Yeah. Two and nine at the end of that. The Eagles looked good. It's true. They're, the, the Washington football team looked good. The Giants looked good. Yes. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys, only team without a win in that division. Are we, I mean, are we talking about the, the Cowboys being the worst team in that division this year and coming in last? Wow, who would have thunk it? I don't that, wanna, that's I don't, where I'm at. I, 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 well, I mean, you're kind of getting ahead of yourself, but but are you are you overreacting to this? I, I might be, yeah. It I don't, might, might be I? an overreaction. Is, where That's is the, the overreaction, though? Where is the overreaction? I know. In this? Look, I'm I, right I don't. There with I can't you. see the overreaction. I don't know where it is. I it it's reality hitting you square in the face. Yeah, Sorry, it's Cowboys reality. Fans. It's reality hitting you. It is not an overreaction. I think this is reality coming up and just pimp slapping you, and you're like, oh my goodness, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna finish last in this division. Oh. Wow. I'll get that more is... into this in our overreaction. No, I'm going to get into it now. Okay, go ahead. Mike McCarthy is going to get fired at the end of this season. Now that I definitely can see. He's going to get fired because it's already the writing's on the wall. The meanie, meanie, tackle parsing, whatever it is. It, the finger has been written on the wall. It's there, except I'm going to bring him in to translate it. And instead of Wade and found want, Wade and found wanting is, is stinking. Yes, it is. Coach McCarthy. He's been waiting and found wanting. Found wanting. <laughs> He's on his way out, guys. Like, I hate to break it to you right now, but you're coming in last in that division, and Mike McCarthy's getting fired at the end of the season. There's your overreaction. Sorry. <laughs> For all the Cowboy fans that are listening, we are all about cold hard facts on this show. So, yeah. And there you go. No overreactions here. No, no overreactions. Stone cold locks. Uh, all right. I'm going to react to one more game. And then if you got any more reactions before we move to third and three, we'll let you do that. Uh, I want to react to Dolphins, Patriots. Dolphins, it was an ugly game across the board. Like, neither team played overly well. But the Dolphins win this one 20 to 7. And I think, and I know, I picked the Patriots to go to the playoffs. That obviously is not looking good, especially especially since Mac leaves with a back injury and probably won't play next week. And so the Patriots are turning to Brian Hoyer, uh, and they have to play the Steelers next week in that pass rush. So 
That is going to yeah, be no, an good. ugly, ugly oh, game. You guys will win it, though. <laughs> Steelers win that game. Oh. Uh, it's, I'm not. One, look. oh, and one. Uh, yeah, that I'm. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna go. I'm this sorry. is what you I'm playing for. You guys won that game. Two, two and zero. Oh. You'll be two and zero. Oh. I forgot. For some reason, I thought yeah. you guys tied. You didn't though. I'm praying for a tie every single game this year. I don't care. Let let us be the first team that goes eight that gets seventeen ties. I don't care. <laughs> Sixteen ties now. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be ugly. But I think this, and and I'm not really gonna talk about the Dolphins because obviously the 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 echelon of that division is the Bills, and it doesn't matter. I mean, everybody's play, else is playing for second and. And frankly, with all the other good teams in the AFC, they're maybe the third playoff spot. But this certainly spells the end of the Patriots and a complete shift in 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 the hierarchy of the AFC East. Just, I mean, it is it has completely been decided. Now, this is Buffalo's division. The Patriots have been relegated to fighting to not be in the to not be the Jets, basically. This is what they're fighting to yeah. do. So, and I, I just think that that game sealed it. That game sealed it. So all right. All right you, let's, get into, uh, yeah. let's get into the next section. I got, I got we got we gotta get into the overstreet reactions. Okay. I, I'm, all, I'm right, ready to all right. All right. Third and three. All right, we are on this, the official overreaction Monday of the NFL season. We are overreacting here on the fourth and short, and Matt is chomping at the bit okay. to just overreact. Go. He already I, I has go. already. I got to overreact. So go I want to react a little bit. I got to overreact again because I want to tie into what you just said in the last segment with the whole situation on the Patriots and how they're fighting just to not be the Jets. Bill Belichick is going to retire after the season. Wow. Okay. Here's why he's going to retire. He's going to retire because the dude's already 70. And he is in the midst of a rebuild. This is no longer, oh, they're making the playoffs, all this kind of stuff. No, you're full rebuild mode. Does he really want to go through the next three or four years of being the bottom of that division trying to get them to rebuild? I don't think at 70, he's got time for it. It's just going to be frustrating. Not to mention that the NFL is kind of passing him by. He's this defensive, defense first, you know, this is what he does. I mean, for goodness sakes, he's got a defensive coordinator calling his offensive plays. This style of football is passing him by, and he's just not going to want to deal with it for much longer. So he's just going to say, deuces, I'm out of here, and he's just going to retire at the end of the season. That's my overreaction. We'll see if it happens, but I just don't think he wants to stick around that long for a rebuild. Look, I, I kind of agree with you there. I do feel it's a little bit of an overreaction. I feel like Bill Belichick, as much he will, as he... Okay, wait, stop, 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 stop. He okay. will retire, and then he'll come back to coach somewhere else. Really? Yeah, he'll, he's going to retire for like two or three years, and then somebody will, Bruce Arian style, uh, he'll come to back Dallas? to coach... Uh, no, Sean Payton's going to Dallas. Okay, yeah, I can definitely see that. What's going to happen is is McCarthy's getting fired at the end of the season, and then they're going to hire Sean Payton because Sean Payton's always wanted to coach for Dallas, and I think he's originally from Texas, and he's just going to—they're going to give him that job, and then heaven help us, he might take them to a Super Bowl if they get the right quarterback. But anyway, he would have to be able to if, <laughs> if okay, 
But he would have to, Sean Payton would have to be able to tell Jerry Jones no. Because Jerry Jones has been screwing that organization ever since, uh, what's his name left? Jimmy Johnson left. Yeah. Well, Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells kind of did his own thing too. Well, yeah, a little bit. Oh, man. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I I, just feel like that Belichick has too much pride to give it up. He's kind of like Saban. Like, he wouldn't know what to do. Mm. You know, he, he, he'll he's, he's going to coach. He needs a new – He literally is going to – he's going to die in that hoodie on the sideline sometime, someday. I think he'd rather do that than retire. I just think that's where he's at. So, okay. Right. I'm going to overreact. And I am – we kind of alluded to this just a minute ago. But I'm going to say the Giants are for real. If it wasn't for – Daniel Jones being their quarterback, I would be like uber confident in this. But the fact that Daniel Jones is slinging the rock for them gives me a little bit of a pause. But I just think I think that they are for real. Uh, I think the defense is good enough to stop. They've got young players. I think Saquon is back, barring mm. injury. Mm, uh, barring I think injury. Saquon is back. And here, I don't think this is an overreaction in the least. I think Brian Dayball wins coach of the year. Call it now, Brian Brian Dayball wins coach of the year. Uh, I mean, I think that man has got some cojones, first of all, to go for two at the end of the game when you only need one to tie and send it to overtime. Did you see, speaking of that, did you see the the Tyreek Hill uh, speech about uh, Mike McDaniel? McDaniel. He's going to need a wheelbarrow for them cojones. Well, I think Brian Dayball is right there with him. So, okay. Uh, Give a couple of wheelbarrows. Yeah. <laughs> too much. Uh, family friendly. Family friendly. Hashtag family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the Giants are for real. And, and I, I mean, as we've already said, I mean, I think the Eagles are going to be good. I think, I still think that they're going to be kind of that Scooby Doo team. I think the, the cracks are going to show. But I think because of, the rest of that division, I think they're going to almost win by default. I don't know how much, how long the commanders are going to be able to hold that up, but I think the Giants might be able to. So we'll see what happens. I mean, the commanders have, I, I think they have the advantage Eagles, of that's the Eagles' Hunt. division to lose. Oh, I agree right now, with you. It. I agree with Thursday you. To lose. So I don't, I, I think they're going to be the only team coming out of that in the playoffs, but I think, I think the Giants, they're definitely, they're definitely for real. They've got a, a real thing going on there. So that's my overreaction to that. Um, all right, what 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 do you want to what do you want to talk about now? I guess you only have one. Do you want me to do another one? Yeah, go ahead. All right, uh, these these are this this is kind of tying into so maybe it's not quite quite an overreaction, but these are both tying into my Super Bowl picks uh, because I'm feeling real good about both of those right now. Uh, the Buccaneers are the team in the NFC to beat. I mean, more than the Packers, more than the Rams, more than the Vikings, more than your Eagles. Uh, the Buccaneers and Tom Brady are the team to beat because the calling GOAT is under center. I'm calling it right now. I already called it. I called it All before, last week in board the Rams hype train because oh, no, just not like aboard that. Just, Stop it. No, get on board. Play it for me. No. Okay. I, you okay, want to sit here. You, you want to sit here and poo-poo them. Because they had a bad game and happened to lose. Okay, poo-poo them. Fine. No, no. The Rams are still the team to beat. Listen to me. They are going to be back. All right. 
Yes, they have a little bit of offensive line issues. Yes, we still have this we-don't-know-who's-playing-running-back kind of situation. But trust me, it was just ignore the one bad game. This is You're overreacting. No, the, the sure, the Buccaneers are going to be okay. Actually, the Saints are probably going to win that division, and Jameis Winston's going to win MVP. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, Do I need to but play I'm the saying, song? No, I'm just saying <laughs> – I'm just saying that that you can't sit here and give it to the Bucks because they're not going to be all that this year. And I guess I don't really have anything to argue against you, actually. Now that I'm getting exactly. Out of exactly. But I'm just saying you can have your hype train. And I, I'm, I'm the original conductor of the Buccaneers hype train. I called it. I can see these things. I'm telling you. Oh, I see the Rams. oh, oh you own. I see you these. own the you own the Bucks yes, hype train. I own the Bucks hype train. I am the conductor. I don't think so. I was I the only one willing so. to jump you, you on board. You don't have that. a corner on the Bucks hype one. train. I was the only one willing to jump on that train. And you exactly. And apparently, train. I'm the only one now. It's not a hype train because everybody expects <laughs> them to be there. Whatever. Nobody. Ex- I have not seen the Bucks in but what like one Super Bowl pick besides mine. So I. I but the goat is under center. And Mike Evans is legit, as he always is. He's on a pace for his ninth straight 1,000-yard season. Only player in NFL NFL history to do eight, and he's going to do it nine. Uh, Julio Jones is healthier than he's ever been, and he is going to be a huge asset, especially since Chris Godwin is still banged up and and left this game. Again, Chris Godwin cannot stay healthy. I know, I know. And Leonard Fournette is just... I mean, he had the most yards last night against yeah. what was, at least last yeah. year, a really good defense. Yeah. And he had, he had the most yards as by, a Buccaneer. Leonard Fournette, he, uh, he's the original cotton-eyed Joe. Where'd you come from? Where'd you go? We don't know when you're here. We don't know when you're not here. He shows up for some Leonard games. Fournette has been solid as a Buccaneer. You, you, he shows up for some games. He's putting up 120 yards, and then, you know, he pitches three games in the row of 60 yards and not much, and very ho-hum. Mm, yeah. I think they're the team to beat. So, all right, what do you got? Well, I've got my last overreaction is that the Trey Lance experiment fails in San Francisco, and he's replaced by Jimmy G before the season's up. Trey Lance does not look good. He played his no. identical twin in Justin now, Fields, who may, I will remind I... you that you said was the best quarterback in his draft. <laughs> lest I remind you. Let's, I don't need to be you reminded forget, about that. Lest our can audience I, forgets this gem. Can I, can I say some one thing about that game yesterday? We didn't talk about it earlier. The fact that it was and raining I'm not de- and, it was, and that yeah, they I'm should not have defending scored Trey Lance. multiple times and it should have been a complete reversal and that's not who the 49ers are. Yes, I understand. I don't Lance think you is, can though. judge anything about that game from either side based upon the field conditions. It was a freaking deluge. All I know is that I watched some of that game and I don't care how wet that ball is, you don't completely miss your guy. Trey Lance completely whiffed. When you've got playmakers on that field and they need the ball in their hands and the guy under center cannot get the ball in their hands, who do you think they're going to want at quarterback? Trey Lance or Jimmy G? All that you need to know has already been said by the fact that they re-signed Jimmy G to a one-year deal. Yeah, I've thought about that too since we talked about it and I I changed my opinion. But either way, 
do the do the 49ers do the Cowboys trade for Jimmy G? No. Not 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 oh, it's only one year. Yeah. Okay, okay but you're getting Oh. <laughs> Since the 49ers the, the, have 49ers already don't want said... too much no, Okay, 49ers don't want too much for him. Nobody's desperate enough. The Cowboys are not desperate enough to get him. They're going to see they might what they be have. after one week of Cooper Rush. <laughs> They're going to see what they have in Cooper Rush. And if. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The only reason. Okay. Stop, 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 stop. The only reason I'm, I'm, it's giving me pause is because McCarthy's going to, is on the hot seat. McCarthy. Right. He's going to do whatever he needs to do to now. save his job. But I don't think you can just slide Jimmy G into that system and all of a sudden win. Jimmy G comes in. Okay, well, let's let's play this through in our minds. Jimmy G. They I trade don't think. Jimmy. I think maybe you pick up one or two, one one more exactly. win. Exactly. Exactly. But but that's, that's not, not going to be it. how they sell it. That's not. It's not going to be worth it. They won't. They won't. They I won't. would agree no, with you. They won't. They won't. Jimmy G. Will get you out of the next eight games. Jimmy G. Will get you four wins. Well, that's what they're looking for, right? I guess. Yeah. But you're not for the price. Not for the price. Cooper Rush would get him. They're gonna want. What are they gonna want? What are they gonna want for him? They're gonna want a what? Third. It's one. It's a one one year deal. So you're eating up his contract for one year. He's the highest paid backup. So you gotta you come with that money, and then a third round pick. Probably. That's not. We'll see. We'll see what happens. This is the Cowboys we're talking about here. All right. One more overreaction for me. And this, again, also has to do with my Super Bowl pick. I think the Bills, and this is without a doubt. Like, I don't have a doubt in my mind right now that the Buffalo Bills are winning the Super Bowl this year. I don't have a doubt in my mind. Okay, that's an overreaction. Okay. After that, watching saying all that of they're these the team games. To beat. Saying that they're the team to beat is not. Yeah, but... Jason, we'll call you Trent. Jason, you're giving me <laughs> Trent vibes right now, okay? You're speaking <laughs> foolishness, and you're making me think you're Trent. Jason. Yes. Now I can't remember what my point was. Oh, the teams that are there now, the teams that are there now are not going to be who they are in the future. This teams that you see with your eyeballs on the screens right now, that yes. is not the same team that they're going to be at week 17. I think the Bills are built for that because this was the same no, okay. team. Bills, they were Bills last could year. be. Bills could be. That's fine. But all I, the I other agree. teams around but, the Bills. And, and I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying that all of the teams that I watched are going to stay the same. But I just think that Bills with Josh Allen at quarterback and that defense, they are the team to beat. I mean, I know the Rams. They they will be better than they were. I'm going to yes. give them that. But the way they just manhandled. It's the week Super one. Bowl champion it's Rams. One. I know, and this is why we're overreacting. Yeah. But I think the Bills are without a doubt the Super Bowl champs Super Bowl this year. Well, go get a tattoo right now. Bills Super Bowl champs. You can get it right across your chest right here. <laughs> Bills Mafia. Table yeah. smasher. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, don't look now because in the first quarter, the Seahawks are beating the Broncos. But anyway, see what happens there. All right. One more section. Fourth and short. Well, last week in fourth and short, we added a couple of special new additions to our lineup, and it did not go well. It did not go well. So we're going to start. We're going to start with our touchdown draft. And uh, just to give you an update, this is this is what it looks like uh, for after week one. I selected Derrick Henry and Lamar Jackson, who played the Giants and the Jets, respectively. And neither one of them rushed for a touchdown. So I got zero points. Now, how does this work? Matt You're not picked, allowed to pick either of those two again, right? I'm not allowed to pick either one of them, and I'm not allowed to pick any other player from those two teams. Uh, Matt selected Jonathan Taylor, who did score a touchdown, and uh, Elijah Mitchell, who left the game and is done for half the year with a a foot injury. So, currently, after one week and four picks, it is one-nothing Matt. Hey, So, Matt, you, you you get the first pick for today's draft, this week's draft for week two. So, who are you taking? I will take Jamar Chase. Okay. Playing the Dallas Cowgirls because I think that I like he it. is going to he's going to, they they're going to give up the ball. They're not going to be able to keep the ball. So they're the Bengals are just going to keep getting the ball back over and over and over and Jamar Chase is going to score a touchdown. I think that's that's almost a lock. I mean, he scored yesterday against the Steelers. He was clear and above the best wide receiver on the field. And I mean, the Cowboys, because he'll probably be, he'll probably be, uh, what matched up against Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs, who, yeah, I mean, he, he gets burnt like place. bad toast. Toast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Cooper Cup. Dig it. For the Rams. Sorry. Uh, I'm going with Cooper Cup. I forget who they're playing next week. Do you remember who they're playing next week? They're playing the Falcons. The Falcons, that's right. I knew they were playing a team that I knew would, they would score against. Uh, Cooper Cup, um, I think it'll even out as the year goes on. But Matt Stafford, when he's looking for a wide receiver, he is looking for Cooper Cup first. So a Cooper Cup touchdown. After I selected rushers last week, I've got to go something different this week. So I'm going to go with two wideouts. So I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. And then I'm also going to go with Devontae Adams, the Raiders. Oh, you picked are... both my guys. Did I? When you, when, you took, when you took Cooper Cup, I said, okay, Devontae Adams. And then you took Devontae Adams. I'm like, oh, man. Ah, that's why we do the draft. All right. I'm going with Devontae Adams. They're playing the Cardinals. And again, I think it's going to be a repeat of last week. I think Raiders are going to score on the Cardinals. So I'm going with Devontae Adams. All right. Uh, give me Justin Jefferson against the Eagles. Justin Jefferson. I like it. I like it. Lions put up a bunch of points on the Eagles, so I think that's yep. good. All right, so four wide receivers for this week. Uh, we'll uh, give you an update next week, see where we are, and uh, allow you to keep up with that with us. Um, all right, and then the second thing that we do during fourth and short is our pick'em challenge where we each give the other uh, a team or a game to pick. 
Uh, last week, uh, Matt gave me Miami, New England. I selected Miami, and I gave Matt Carolina versus Cleveland. He went, as he so eloquently said, that Carolina Panthers were going to beat the pants off the Browns, and that did not happen. Yeah. So, uh, Matt, I will allow you to go first. Uh, I will give you Chargers, Kansas City. Dang it, that was what I was going to give you. It's uh, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Kansas City because they're an Arrowhead. Um, I think this is. This game is about as close to a toss-up as you can get. Um, I haven't seen early odds for this game yet, what the line is. But uh, I have to imagine Kansas City is favored. First of all, by the way, they played last week. And then secondly, because of um, because of the fact that they're at home. So I'm going to go with Kansas City. All right. Uh, hmm. I need to pick a different game for you then. I am going to. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go. This is a little bit of a a trickery on my part because we don't know officially how this other team looks, but I want to go with Seahawks 49ers. 49ers. They're playing at the 49ers. Give me 49ers all day on that. Okay. All right. What happens if the Seahawks hold on in this game? Does that change your tune at all? No. Okay. Even with Elijah Mitchell out, I don't care. Give me 49ers. Okay. All right. So there you have it. We're going with Kansas will City. I'm going the with... pants off of them. <laughs> Which pretty much I need to clip for that. the Seahawks. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, folks, if you need to take a bet, select the Seahawks because yeah. they're gonna win. Oh man, that's funny. All right, we have <laughs> one more thing to get to tonight. You've got mail. Oh boy. Yeah. It's that time of the show. So in the in the absence of the Crimson Cowboy in his hot-headed tweets, which we have not gotten to this year, which I figured would be showing up any time, any moment now. Uh, We have the other hothead to uh, carry the torch. That would be none other than the Angry Bounds fan. Right before we recorded the show, I did not have my phone on me. Thank goodness. Because I received a call. And in this call, I said I did not answer. I received a voicemail which sounded something like this. Troll, you will not answer my phone call. Is it because my takes are too hot? You can't handle it. You guys can't handle the truth. The fans want to hear the angry brown fans. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. Just, he's just embraced it. He's embraced He's the name. Embraced I mean, it. it's very, it's very apt. It's very fitting, you know. So, I just, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, should we, <laughs> do, do we give this guy a shot, people? Do we, do you want to hear this guy's takes, or is this just, just, <laughs> is this just a bunch of, <laughs> that there's no point in listening to? 
I, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. The worst thing that could possibly happen at this point is for the Browns to just start winning games. Yes. Because we're going to have to put up with this all year long. And then Jason will have to put up with it all year long because it's in their division. It's true. So I don't want to hear it. Apparently his takes are too hot to handle. All right. So well, that's true. Now they, they are. They are. They are. It's so hot. It's the worst you've ever felt. Yes, it's so Are they so hot? hot? You, think you know we had to get this into the show so at some point. Hot. Yep. This was so good so last hot. week. So there you go. So hot. I will say very unfortunately that there are others out there who happen to agree with him wait what did you not know this all right so we're gonna pull we're gonna pull a uh we're gonna pull a comment off of uh one of our our instagram videos i've got a guy on here who says this is speaking of the deshaun watson conspiracy which is how angry bounds fan is currently getting his name Speaking of the Deshaun Watson conspiracy <laughs> and how the Houston Texans are framing Deshaun Watson, he yes. says, not justifying him, Deshaun Watson, for what he did, but if we're being honest here, there was no allegations against him until he demanded a trade. Then all of a sudden, 26 people decided it was time to come forward. It's obviously a setup. There are others. Wait, wait, Luke, okay. Wait. Don't put obviously in a statement that makes absolutely no sense. Obviously needs to be added to a statement that makes sense and that is true and that is undeniable. Don't put obviously into something as atrocious or as asinine as that. Who is just, that guy? I just, I, I read, I read the statements. I, I, this is what the fans say. Okay. I, I can only convey to you what they say. Now, now you got too. me heated. Angry now you Browns got me heated. Too. Now the angry Steelers <laughs> fan. Now you got me heated. Now you got me heated. We need to close the show out. <sighs> we'll close it down. I don't know how we can come down from that. Other than then, congratulations, Tim. You've triggered. Oh, we just revealed his true name. Good job, angry Browns <laughs> fan number one. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, folks, that's going to do it for us tonight. Make sure you follow us on the show, show Fourth and Short at pod, uh, Podcast on Instagram so that you can react to more re- ridiculousness like this. All right. I, I got nothing else. I'll, I got give, nothing I'll else. give you a sign off. Peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fourth and Short Podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at 4th and Short Podcast.